Hey, man, it's down to the nitty-gritty now, dog. It's the Eastern Bro. Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. We got VO on the show, Vic, Victor Oladipo. But let's really get down to what it matters. Mm -hmm. It's about the prize picks, mm -hmm. right? It's about being able to use our promo code PIVOT, get up to $100 free. Also, about the fact that I just keep winning and that I am so much better than all of y'all. <laughs> but it, it's, really, it's not about you, though. It's about the picks. It's right. not about you versus us. It's about the picks. Oh, I'm versus him. Versus him. I'm about to wear his ass out this week, Freddie. Hey, I don't care about it. Listen, guys. 75% of states, yep. California, Texas, Florida, we all there. And it's fun. You picking players, man. I'm telling you, we love playing prize picks for the trash talk, and you can win some money. And listen, and we know one thing Freaky Freddie is about is that money. So y'all get on prize picks, download the app, check our, check our picks later on today on social media. You can beat them, but you ain't going to never beat me. Don't forget, promo code PIVOT. Whatever you put in, they're going to match it up to $100. Free money. Get it in. Hey, what's happening? Hey, how are you? It's good, boss lady. Hey, we got a special gift for you over here. Oh, yeah? Let me see. Your boss. <laughs> Hi, Vic. What's up, chef? <laughs> how are you, champ? I'm good, champion. How are you? I'm good. You're doing great. I love watching you. Thank you. Show the world who you are. Yes, ma'am. That's right. That's what we're going to do, too. We, we, we miss you over here. I'll be back soon. I have to come visit my family really quick. How soon? Tomorrow. You going to come pivot with us? Of course. All right. We love you. I love you. Bye, too. chef. Later. Bye. Peace. She's the best. Yep. Hold up. Limitless. Take a simmer cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a simmer cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. It's playoff time, man. It's like the real now, right? It's down to four. Victor Oladipo is here. Miami oh. Heat. You want me to try it? You can try. Kahinde Babatunde Victor Oladipo. That's perfect. Perfect. I'm a professional. I'm a freaking professional. Where did you go by Babatunde? I would like that. Nah, I don't know. I'd be at the game. Come on, Babatunde. That might be tough for some other people. You sound like an old fan, though, dog. Let's go, big fella. I'm one of them old dudes screaming foolishness at you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, when people look at your career and you look at it in its entirety, all-star, all-defensive team, you've been an, an all-NBA player, but it's been a fight to, to come back, to get to where you are now. How many times did you rupture your quadricep? Technically, I only did it once, okay. but then, you know, the second year coming back, I had some other technical difficulties, I guess you would call them, in my knee, which made me further look into my quadricep tear, and then I realized that I had to get it redone because it wasn't done correctly the first time. So then that's when I got it re-repaired. And then now I'm here today. That was a year ago um, since my last surgery. So, and now I'm standing on two feet, so. How hard was it to, to deal with that, to be at, at a level where you considered one of the best in the game and then to have to fight back, not just to be a, a, good, a good hooper again, but to just be out there, you know what I'm saying? We, we're all athletes. We've all dealt with injuries and surgeries. But to have in the prime of your career something like this happen and set you back, how difficult was that for you to deal with? It was hard. Like, uh, you know, my whole career has honestly been, been hard, if you really look back at it. Like, first came in in 2013. I got drafted to the Orlando Magic. Played there for three years. And we were, like, terrible. It was just wasn't, I had some great games there, mm -hmm. but we just couldn't figure it out, I guess you would say. Now, granted, I had four coaches in three years and, you know, we, but, you know, again, they not going, we not going to talk about that. You know, it's not really, it's really out of my power. And then, you know, I get traded to OKC, play with Russ. Matter of fact, when I got traded, I was on a plane, didn't even know I was getting traded. No one told me, no warning, nothing. On a plane where? I think I was on my way to Chris Paul's camp to help him with the camp. And then I landed. I think I had a layover in Dallas. <laughs> and then it was because I remember there was a whole bunch of thunderstorms. Then I called my mom. She was like, what's going on? I said, uh, I think I just got traded to OKC. <laughs> she was like, did you know about this? I said, I had no idea. So then went there, played for a year. You know, Russ won MVP. So, you know, 
if you watch basketball, you watch the game of basketball, a lot was demanded of him. You know, I kind of had to play my role and kind of sit back and watch, um, which was beneficial for me, I think, in the long run. And then the next year, I got traded again on a plane again and didn't know. And then when I like two Just years, a year later, a year later, he gotta have PTSD every time he get on the plane. Man, I gotta make sure I have Wi-Fi every time I get on the plane. It's insane. But literally the next year later, I'm on my way to DC. I think I'm going home, and get traded to Indy. Um, and you know, I I felt so disrespected. I don't know why. Well, probably because people say you know, it was like. They got away with highway highway robbery. I think that was one of the articles. I still got some of them, matter of fact. And uh, I just felt insulted because, you know, people don't really know my game. In Orlando, people didn't really get to see it. You know, in OKC, you only saw a little bit of it because, you know, I had to kind of play my role. I, I kind of had to play the back seat. But then in Indy, you know, it, it, I showed face. Everyone realized that I was capable of a lot more. And then you work your entire life for that. I've been playing basketball since I was four years old. Four. And I've been dreaming of being that guy. You know, they, they call your name last, the whole crowd, you know, they know who yeah. who's who they coming to watch. They know who they're coming to see. And then boom. <laughs> it's gone. The injury. The injury, boom, gone. Now there was things leading up to that 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 transpired that we could talk about, you know, it'll be in depth and in, in, an in-depth conversation. But the the point of it all is I, I tore my quad. And then uh, unfortunately the people I had around me, you know, you you entrust them to to make the right decisions for you, to help you, to guide you. Unfortunately, you know, as a man, you all you can do is look back and be like, man, you gotta take this one on the chin. As a man, you 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 should have made the proper decision to have the right people around you. You should have vetted them, but Look back, and then again, you did. I guess you didn't vet them enough. And then, you know, things transpired. I was playing a whole, probably like a year and a half, two years on one leg. I came back, came back because it was COVID. COVID hit around that time, remember? Came back, the whole world shut down. And remember, we had our bubble in Orlando. I came back, I had one leg playing in that, in that, in that bubble. I had one leg, definitely shouldn't have been playing. Played then and in the following year, I had like two months to rehab because we had a shortened summer and the season started early. Came back the following year, I was on a leg and a half and played the rest of the year. Then get traded from Indy to Houston, to Miami. And then finally I get to Miami and I'm playing, I'm playing. It probably was my best game in a Miami Heat uniform. Boom, something happens again. At that point I walk off the court and I remember thinking to myself, well, at least you walked off. Because the first time, they had to bring a stretcher out. <laughs> Damn. That's what was going through my head. Think about that. I don't know what was going on. I knew I couldn't continue playing. But in my head, I said, well, at least you walked off. Yeah. And they ain't see you come off with no stretcher. Because I remember when I, my first time getting injured and I came off the stretcher, I remember when I fell, I'm sitting, like I could see my mother. My mother was in the crowd. I could see her face. And she looking at me and I'm like, she just walked down. i never forget it, she walked down. They put me on a stretcher. If you watch the video of me going to the back in the stretcher, my mom reach out for my hand. The lady don't even know it's my mom. She pulled my mom's hand away. Damn. Can you imagine? Wow. My mom reaching out for me, a lady pulling her hand away. Security, security lady. Right, I, it, it's emotional because like, people don't understand what that feeling is like to, to be sitting there and it's 20,000 people who came to see you and they crying, people has tears in their face. Everyone is dead quiet. You could see, I remember seeing the coach's face and the guy who, the, the, the trainer runs over and just puts the towel over my knee. <laughs> Put the towel over my knee. I'm like, you ain't tell me what's wrong, nothing. I don't know what's wrong, I just know. When he put the towel over my knee, usually when that happened, it's like, oh, nah, I get the stretcher. Yeah. So it's a traumatic feeling. Like I don't, I don't know if a lot of people don't get injured. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who do though, and I don't. I don't, I have a newfound respect for anyone who's been through what I've been through, even remotely close to what I've been through, because it tests you mentally, physically, emotionally. It, it makes you go through a whirlwind of emotions.
literally you can you start thinking about if you're good enough, if I should keep playing. There was one point that I was sitting in, I, I said this before, I said I was sitting in a dark room and I just broke down in tears by myself because I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to turn to. I didn't know what to do. I was trying to look for answers. And it was like right there at that point, when I reached that point, it was like answer after answer after answer after answer after answer after answer after that. And, you know, luckily for me, I realized through this process who's really with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because they showed up and that's who's helped me get to this point today. You know what I'm saying? And it's been a learning lesson for sure. Um, it's been tough. I don't want to continue to, you know, uh, to ramble, but it's made me stronger in ways that I probably wouldn't have been as strong if if it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, shoot, I'm not no fool. If I would if I could go back and change it, I, I mean, I wouldn't get hurt. I don't want to get hurt. But we've I been would. there. Obviously, the sport that we play. Mm -hmm. uh, I can speak to your story. I don't want to minimize it. Obviously, I have empathy and definitely respect, you know, the work that you're putting in to stay in the game and try and get back, you know, to the best, to that number two pick status and let the whole entire world know and feel you. Hell, I've, I've been through just as much in front of 80, 90,000 people and to the point where they had given me a nickname, Fragile Fred. Well, the average career in the NFL is three years. I churned out 13, right? As you mentioned, you have to find ways to tune those outsiders out, you know, and figure out who's rocking with you, who's fully in your corner, your support system, and keep a tight circle. And then it also forces you to try things that you might not necessarily be comfortable with. For me, it was a sports psychiatrist mm -hmm. who eventually became my best, one of my very good friends, and Trevor Moad. He recently passed away. He's worked with a lot of uh, NFL guys, and he was the toughest person I know mentally. You know, he had his own battles. But he taught me a lot, you know, in terms of taking each negatives and making positives. Always some positives in negative situations. People see me on the show, they see us, and they, they, they don't think I flinch. I, I go through stuff too. We all do, right? But it's all how you handle it, you know, because I don't want it to spill over to everybody else. My first time coming back, I did that. My first surgery, like, I'm going through it now. This quad, quad, quad tendon tears are rare in my sport. Like, you don't see them often. So during that time, I'm, I'm as an athlete, I'm, what was I, 27, 26 at the time? I'm, I'm putting my trust in the people who they're telling me are supposed to be the best or one of the best or whatever the case may be at in the medical field, honestly. And it's a point now where I feel like it's me holding me back from maximizing my strength or maximizing whatever it is I need to do in order to get back to the athlete I'm at. So I'm seeing a psychologist. I'm, I'm talking to priests, I'm talking to preachers, I'm talking to everybody trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm more mad at myself. Like, why am I stopping myself from, from, from getting over the hump? From from it, it was two years really. It was it was two years before I really got my 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 tendon right. And it was like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? And then finally, after all that time, after all that time, all that hard work, all that fighting, all that sweating, all that that blood, sweat, and tears, it wasn't me. Like that's that was the mental struggle of like. I'm beating myself up. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get over the hump. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to, I'm trying to come back from something that is hard to come back from. And then you do all that, you, you exercise all that emotion, and then you got to start all over because it wasn't you. But it, it's, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's going to sound cliche. <laughs> the thing is this, that's the process. That's life, right? You can't beat yourself up. You know, you've gone through it. You've become mentally tougher. Right? Show, in the process yeah. that was supposed to happen. Like the injury was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. But it almost it sound too like lack of communication, bro. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of things you're saying, like when you different places, when you're a different place, you had to play your role. You couldn't talk to the organization and let them know that 
you know, this is what I do. Let me do what I do. And then with your injury, you couldn't talk to the doctors. Like it seemed, as I'm listening to you, it seemed like lack of communication. We can, we do. But to what extent are we going to get this information that they're giving us? Like right now, if someone tore their quad tendon, I could rehab them back. Just come over here. Let me show you what you need to do. This is a, something that's new, that's rare, that doesn't happen often, that quite frankly, I didn't go to school for, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure, I don't know. I'm only going off with the people that are placed in front of me who I assume are the best at what they do and should know what they're doing. Granted, I went under the knife and he did it wrong. And then I came out from under the knife, did all that work, worked back. And it's like, well now, do, should I have trust issues? Who should I like? Yeah. Who, who should I talk to? Like, what level of communication do I have to over communicate, or do you just have to? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It makes, it forces you to grow up. And I wouldn't say that I was immature beforehand. Like I don't, anybody who know me, I don't. I don't, the only thing that's immature is that I still like to watch Fresh Prince and Mark, maybe. I guess you could say that's immature. <laughs> that's not immature, you know, that's classic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's classic, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still like to watch old old stuff from yeah. back in the day. But other than that, like, I'm, I'm pretty mature for my age. But it's almost frustrating. Like, I, I'm sorry to sit here and, and, and get emotional about it. It's so frustrating because it feels like, damn, like, what was the... You, you try to go back and you look like, what, what, what was the, the hidden message? Like... What was the point of going through all that? And then a year after this, I'm planning the Eastern Conference the Finals. Hidden <laughs> you, 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 the hidden message you know? is what, what you're living is, is right now, right? And what we do here on The Pivot, our whole message is really giving back, right? You're going to have a lot of young guys that will watch this, like young players, NFL, or aspiring to be in the NFL, NBA, whatever they do, right? And they're going to hear, hear what you're saying. And what they're going to say is, I can't give up. I'm going to go through some stuff. And what you'll find when you're done playing, you'll be able to go in these corporate corporate uh, offices and speak and be able to talk to their uh, the employees of these big corporations and really just telling them about perseverance, being mentally tough, yada, yada, yada. That's what's going to come from it. Trust me, I'm living it. And it pays well. So embrace <laughs> it. It always comes back. It always comes back to money. It is. In the end, and it's it going to circle back around. But you have to take it for what it's worth. You can't have any regrets. No. Because no. you can't go it's back. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. For the sure. only thing you can do now is maintenance, you know, whatever it takes to maintenance, stretching, all that other stuff that you know well about, right? Yeah. And just, yeah. you know, take it as a grain of salt and get ready to go tear some shit up in these playoffs. That's I think right. the, the other thing is, too. I went through, and you know, Channing makes fun of me because I don't have all my organs. But yeah, yeah nothing on the inside. Yeah, but even, but even in, in going and going through that, <laughs> his house isn't furnished. <laughs> so I went from I was two oh five, um, late in October. By the time I went to the hospital at the end of November, I was one sixty five, right? And so when the doctor comes in with the the test and it's not showing that anything's wrong with me, he runs down how I'm I'm okay. I should be able to play. And then he throws me the piece of paper and goes, now I'll listen to you complain. And so at the time, I'm 165 pounds. I'm like, bro, I'm no genius. And I'm not the doctor, but something is wrong with me. There's no way I can't hold down food or I can't walk straight. or I can't do all of these things. Or every night at 2 a.m., I got to change my clothes because my fever is 103. So you're going through those things. And literally, it was a Thursday. And I remember I'm driving to my house. Well, Yank is driving me to the house. And I started praying in the car. Because I was the same as you. I was like, God, you have put these people in my life or the team has put these people in my life and they're supposed to help me. I said, you have to tell me when I need to say something. And it was the next day, I ended up calling another doctor who I had seen and he was in New York. And I was just like, hey man, you know, like I gotta, I gotta take another test. And he reluctantly goes, hey man, just go. I'll set it up, you can go take the test. That was the first time they saw what was wrong. He called like two hours later, he's like, don't go home. 
go straight to the hospital. They're waiting on you. But all of that is to say, Freddie, the next year when we come back, we win the Super Bowl. And every opportunity that I got to talk, they asked me about being sick or they asked me about sickle cell or going through all those things because now I could tell that story. They didn't necessarily care that I had played so well. They cared that I was playing, period. Yeah. And so you look at yourself now and you are playing and you have contributed and you have played well. When you think about where you are and where your team is right now, what's more, what's the most important thing going through your head about being in the Eastern Conference Finals? When it comes to basketball, like it's a different, it's a different emotion and feeling for me. Like I want to be great, like every second every minute like I want to to perfect this and people be like well you in the NBA like what do you mean like nah, nah, nah there was there was a there's a certain level that I'm trying to get to you know and for me I have to understand like that is not my role on this team I have to understand like I have to be a star in this role that I'm in, you know what I mean? To be honest with you, do I want more? Of course, who doesn't want more? Yeah. <laughs> do I want to be an all-star again? Do I want to, you know, win championships and be the vocal point? And of course, you know what I mean? Like, who don't want that? Who doesn't see themselves as that? But right now, in this junction, I have to be a star in VO and, and be the, 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 the best version of VO that this team needs because they need that version, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Regardless of whatever my role is or, you know, what they ask of me or, you know, how much, you know, responsibility I have, they need whatever it is that, that they're asking of me. They need it. So I have to be a star in that. I have to embrace that. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important thing for me is that to go out there and, and, and leave it all out there, not worry about you know, what's going on and worry about, you know, how I'm feeling when I'm out there. I just got to get lost in the game, if that makes sense. Oh, y'all athletes, y'all know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Sure, you got to get lost in the game. You got to get lost in the game. And um, there's a lot of things that come with, like I didn't play all year. Mm -hmm. And I got kicked out the rotation at one point and I worked my way back to, to playing now in the playoffs. And I have to understand like, that's that's not because, you know, anything was given to me. I went and I took that. Yeah. So I got to understand my process and understand that it's been, you know, basically two or three years since I played for real, for real healthy. So, you know, you know, it's, it's going to take time for me to get to where mentally and physically I want to be. But I'm still here for a reason. You right. know what I'm saying? And I got to like. It's almost like blocking everything else out, blocking the rehab out, blocking, okay, now I got to do this, or blocking, you know, everything else out and just focus on, you know, this moment because who is to say you'll get this opportunity again? Right. You know Even I mean? you, you were playing well to, to, to close out the season in, in the playoffs. Atlanta, RC mentioned that. And then Kyle goes down. Mm -hmm. You know your minutes would would increase. Mm -hmm. Did you put more pressure on yourself to come in and make sure Man, I was that you so, were absolutely ready? Or? I, 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 I have been ready since. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been ready two weeks before that. Right. <laughs> I was already there mentally. I was already there. And then just when I went out there, my my body just followed. And now it's like, okay, now you now you're you have a role on this team. That doesn't mean you have to be comfortable. Like, it's almost like you, you got to know your strengths and your weaknesses. For me, one of my biggest strengths is I know how to make people feel comfortable. I can go anywhere. It doesn't matter who you are. We can sit in front of you. I can go out to eat. I can make you feel comfortable. Make you feel comfortable. When VO is not at his best is when he's comfortable. So, yes, I'm, I got a role. I'm, I'm feeling good. But don't get comfortable in this role. They need you to be a dog, you know what I'm saying? When you get out there on both ends. So that's what the most important thing for me is to realize that it's not uh, a personal thing. It's just, you know, it's just business like they would say. You know? <laughs> but I, I, I got to ask you. So you're talking about the rotation, right? Well, you missing. Everybody knows Spo, Spo got his stuff. He going to set. He going to put in the game who he want to and he going to play if he don't want to. 
Do y'all know if y'all going in or every time Spoke look down the bench, you get <laughs> Nico? I mean, no, no, not me this time. This time, Nico? Okay, not this time. I mean, it just depends. You know, every game is different. You know, and as a coach, you one thing that's special about Spo, I mean, one of the greatest coaches ever. I oh. mean, he is one of the greatest coaches ever. So he understands that. He understands that every game isn't going to be the same. And we understand that as well as players because he helps us understand that. So you just have to be ready at all times, at all, at whatever the, the cost is, whenever it is, you got to be ready because you never know what could happen. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be real, like the game Atlanta, Jimmy and Kyle ain't play. Spo told me that morning. <laughs> I was literally on my way to the gym, like, yo, you starting tonight. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> just go out there and just better play. Than men on the, it's better than men on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he never will get on the airplane. No. Nah. <laughs> really. And then, bro, why the heat, though? Because, like, the culture, and all you'll hear the culture and everything this heat. You see people come up here, lose a bunch of weight. You see guys just kind of have their best seasons with the heat, go other places and don't do nothing. You chose the heat, and to be honest, bro, you you gave up 45 M's. You turned out 45 million from Houston. Now, let me tell you the real story. Okay. Because, you know, there's a lot of fabrication going on. Houston ain't off. I mean, none, nothing like that. And if... They were sitting in here, the office was sitting in here, and we was looking face to face. He'll tell you the real too. That ain't happening. They ain't off you two for 45. No. How'd that story get there? Like, where did that come from? That's something that you got to ask whoever put it out. <laughs> I mean, it's social media. You can't control what's put out or what's not put out. But as athletes, we have to watch our perception and how we're perceived. So we can only say so much. But nah, that's not how that it went. True. No, 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 no. That's not how it went. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. I mean, um, you know, it was an interesting, like, journey to get here. You know what I'm saying? Like, sitting in, in the meetings that I was sitting in and, you know, the dialogues I was, you know, having and listening and people and listening to people and, and, and seeing, like, you guys really don't understand that I understand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's okay, you know, <laughs> it's all good. You know, one thing about it is, and then I try to tell everyone around me, I'm like, man, just make sure I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, bro, like, from where I was from, <laughs> I would have been the last guy to be sitting here with y'all talking, you know, on the pivot and talking about being in the Eastern Conference playoff, being in the NBA in general, you know what I'm saying? I had a dream, obviously. I wanted to play my whole life, but, my skill came a little later than everyone else's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like ranked 150 or something in my class coming out of high school. I didn't have no college offers going into my senior year. You know what I'm saying? The year before I got drafted number two, I was on no draft boards. None, wow. not one. Not second round, not first round, nothing. Then I got drafted number two, was in a tough situation. Then boom, most improved player. Like. I, I got a lot of blessings and sometimes, you know, it's as an athlete and, you know, when you start like that, like, I don't know if y'all can relate to this, but in the beginning, it was really hard for me. Like I had to give a lot in order to get the bare minimum in the sport. Like, it's almost like you, you give everything you have and it's, you're not seeing the results, but you're working hard, but you're not seeing the results. It's not translating. It's not clicking. It's not clicking. It's not clicking. And then eventually, you slowly but surely start building confidence. Oh, I got a little bounce now, so let me show my bounce. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I can't really dribble. I can't really shoot, but I can show my bounce. You know what I'm saying? Show my bounce. Then all of a sudden, you know, you start realizing, oh, I'm faster than everybody else out here, so hold on, let me figure. That's like, that's, that was my process of, of becoming who I am right now. Even when I first got to the league, it took me time. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I first got to the league, a lot of these guys, when they get drafted, they put the ball right in their hand. They say, here, lead the team. We'll figure it out. We'll put things around you. We'll give you a coach that'll help you and do all this stuff. It's a little different for me. I had mentors, you know, who weren't necessarily coaches who didn't have that respect, but they, you know, took care of me. So it was just a process for me. It took a while for me to, to get to where I'm at, which is why I feel like I, my story is relatable to everyone. Yeah. I've been in every position you can imagine. Like, I'm not going to sit on here. I'm not LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not those guys right now. You know what I mean? But I have been, I've come off the bench. I've been hurt. I've played and practiced in the G League. I've done everything you can think of. So if a kid come to me and they need advice, 
I can relate to anyone. Not everyone can do that, you know what I mean? So I just say, you know, count it all joy. Trials and tribulations are the best kind, so. Vic, I, I, I want to ask you, man, because uh, I'm listening to you, and you want it now. It seems that you want man, it now. listen, bro. So, no, but listen. <laughs> you, that, 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 like, yeah, but no, listen, but, but my question is this, right? Listen, I've been waiting. So, are, are you naturally... How long you want me to wait, man? Right. Are you naturally impatient, or is it that you want greatness now? I I think that is is to be honest, I'm, I'm human. Like, I... I I feel like that, why shouldn't it be me? Like, I've been through everything you can imagine. I've, I've come back from it. Like, why do I have to wait longer? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, honestly, I'm a lot better than I was a month ago. I'm even better than I was two months ago, three months ago. But it's just, you know, I mean, I guess I just want it all right now. You know what I mean? I just, you know, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I just, I, I've been waiting two years, three years I've been dealing with this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, I'm, I, I don't want to deal with this no more. I, I'm, it's like to the point where you're like, man, I'm so over this rehab thing. I don't even like the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I want to just be able to focus on being great, but now you you it's it's more than that you gotta it's a process so you gotta understand that and i do well you know what i'm saying i wouldn't sit here and be like i'm you know like oh man this is this is keeping me awake at night you know what i mean but i'm trying my best to to enjoy moments more like enjoy this right now you know what i'm saying like because i the last three years it was just about okay what's next rehab what i gotta figure out what i gotta do to help my knee da, 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 da. and i miss moments you know what I'm saying? I miss moments, meaning like I miss like fun times and good times and good conversations with people that 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 I needed to let soak in instead of worrying about my problems, my issues. You know, so right now in my life, I just turned 30 May 4th and I told myself that's one thing you got to do now is like enjoy moments. Be out like the you when it's time to work, you can work, but enjoy everything else away from work. Chalk it up as a routine. That's <laughs> For it. Real. It's, it's your routine. It's just your routine, and right. that's that. Right. Yeah. Like we've all had to process, you know, these things. Whether I think Channing's had like 27, 17, knee, knee, 17 knee surgeries or something like that, you know. And so I think, you know, we all, you all try to deal with those things in certain ways. The things that you've learned, right? And you say you've been in like every position. I'm very similar. Like both of these guys were drafted. I wasn't drafted, you know. So I went from a dude that was cut. Uh, working at LSU to a starter, to a Pro Bowler, to a Super Bowl champion. So I kind of feel that same way, you know, that I could relate to all of these dudes because I've been in every place. And now you're on a team that obviously has leaders and, and has starters and has very good players. How do you find how do you find your role as VO the person? Not necessarily just the player, like the guy that makes everybody comfortable when it looks like you guys you got got to do it in Jimmy from the outside, like I'm not in there, that doesn't look like he cares about making people comfortable. That he's going to drive a hard bargain, that he's going to do certain things. Kyle Lowry's already won a championship. So when you look at this team, what's your place in it and how do you find a way to fit in with those names and those people and help this team beat Boston? First off, I think that there's a real misconception of Jimmy. I think that, you know, he he understands that. You know, nobody's perfect, obviously, but he he embraces it because he's true to himself. He understands who he is and he understands, you know, just because people perceive him or think about him one way doesn't mean that that's that's him, you know what I mean? So he actually does a really good job of, of when you're on his team. He, he, you know you're on his team. He said, when you're on his team. <laughs> when you're not on his team, you know you're not on his team. <laughs> right. He's one of the dudes you know that you got you to sneak up on slow yeah, when you meet him. I'm telling you, that's just, that's just Jimmy, you know? And, and luckily, I'm on his team, you know, and I respect him for it. But, you know, to answer your question, and, you know, there's, there is a lot of, we have a lot of leaders, a lot of guys who are established, a lot of guys who've done a lot, you know what I mean, who've done more than me. You know, and I've always been a guy in the beginning of my career that that led by example. You know what I mean? And there's still we we have an equal balance. Like we got a we got a few guys who who are established, who've done things, and then we got some guys who are young, new. You know what I'm saying? And who who've uh, you know been watching. And um, you know I understand that. You know it's all about my work, and 
my work is what's going to get me to where I need to be. My work is what's, what's the reason why I'm able to sit out all year and, and, and be in a playoff rotation and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals is because of the work I put in. So, you know, I, I just understand that I have to focus on, on that. And, you know, I, I, I'm smart enough to know when to lead and, and when to follow. Um, the saying is, you, you know, you got to learn to follow before you can lead. So right now, and I'm just focused on being the best follower I can be. You know what I mean? And letting those guys lead. They've earned it. They, they've been playing all year. They've, you know what I'm saying? They, they, their resumes speak for themselves. You know what I mean? So I would be a fool to be like, nah, I mean, nah, I need to be that. You know what I mean? Do I feel like I can be that one day? Of course, I will be. But right now, I need to learn how to be that before I can be and look at it like that. And then for the guys, other younger guys who are looking up to me, because I'm not, you know, I'm still nine years in. You know what I mean? I'm not old, but I'm not like, you know, super old. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm not super old, you know what I'm saying? You're not old, boys. <laughs> but, you know, there's still guys looking up to me. Yeah. There's still guys watching me, you know, and they see me in there every day working, working. Since the day I stepped foot in that arena, you know what I mean? They see me working. So that's big too, as far as leaders go, and especially if they see you and you not necessarily one of the, you know, vocal leaders or the leader of the team, but you're still in there every day working you know, putting in the work as if like, nah, this is my team, you know, but because it is, I'm a part of it. And y'all got to put in the work too, you know what I'm saying? So that's really what he culture is, you know, understanding that we all need to put in our part of the work in order for this thing to really work. And we do, we work, man. We, we get it in and then. <laughs> like, this your fifth team. And I've heard everybody here about it, this your fifth team. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have the bad mouth of the team, but the, you you work hard on the Miami Heat than you did on the other four teams you played for. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. I wouldn't say that. I, I'm, I've been a worker my whole entire life. But what, so what's the difference in the Heat from other organizations? Why do they have that, that, that I don't want to say taboo about it, but why do they have that reputation? It's something that's easier to experience than it is to explain. Like, you have to be a part of it to understand, like, oh, okay, so this is Heat culture. You know what I mean? I could try to explain it to you, and you that's a great point. Like, you, you ain't work hard on no other teams. <laughs> like, but no, nah, I did. It's just, you know, it's a different feeling. It's a different, it's a different way of working in there. It's a different mentality. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like the mentality all year long has is, is been, we, we understand what we need to do, you know, and, yeah. and what we're trying to play for. And everywhere isn't like that necessarily. Yeah, cause they get they get after it though. With UD and Jimmy were about to fight in the regular season, like <laughs> them boys get after it. Like you be like, damn, and then everybody come out and be like, no, nah, we good. That's yeah. just, that's how it is. Yeah, we just we just want to win. That's it. Bro. Is that is that because you have guys like UD, who Chan just mentioned, he's a three time champion. Mm -hmm. You have PJ Tucker, who just won a year ago. Uh, Kyle, a few years ago in Toronto, and then Jimmy and the rest of the guys, bam, the whole squad. Yeah. They just played in the finals I in the bubble. Yeah. So we got, we got guys who've been through some shit. Right. Not of even course. not so, even not even just basketball speaking, just life in general. Like right. their path to get to where they're at now. We all been through some shit. So what's, we, what's, that's what's how the we mindset play that shit. As you prepare for the sell, what's the mindset of the locker room? We know it's not gonna be easy. We knew we wasn't gonna be easy no matter who we played. We know it's not gonna be easy. Um, we know it's gonna be a fight, but we all about the fight. That's 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 what we're going to do. We're going to fight regardless, no matter what's going on, no matter what day it is, no matter what time it is. We're going to lace them up. We're going to boogie. <laughs> Simple as that. We not, we, it's just how it is, you know what I mean? And um, I'm sure they, they're similar. Boston's similar, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, we're we, we looking forward to it. <laughs> you mentioned similar, though, right? And football players, we all have this perception of basketball players. Oh, and snap. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just, hey, I'm just that gonna dynamic be. dynamic was really college. Yeah, I'm just, you know, like, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be honest, you know. When, pleasant, pleasant. Yeah, yeah, like when, when Paul Pierce gets carried off and then bounces back, I'm like, look how soft, right? Or when they hurt their wrists and they rolling on the ground, I'm like, what's wrong with your freaking legs? Like, why can't you get up and walk? But the one thing I will say, watching you guys and watching Boston play in the playoffs has been different. The, the physicality has been different. The the willingness to lock down and play defense, to, to rebound, those things, I think that's the reason your two teams 
are in the position that you're in. When you think about that matchup and the Tatums and Jalen's and Marcus Smart's and all the different players that they have, and y'all have very similar players, what's going to be the difference in this matchup? Just going to have to wait and see, my guy. <laughs> you gonna have to hey. wait and see, my God. I mean, it's going. It's great. Two great defensive teams. We got two great teams with a bunch of wings, guys who can guard multiple positions, who can put it on the floor. They got versatile bigs. It's just, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm telling y'all, it's gonna be good basketball. So. Yeah, like, and that's what interests me. You know, y'all play 82 games. You know, what I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to lock into 82 of anything. Right, but then it gets down to the point we just got to win 16 of them, mm -hmm. and and that's what we're going to focus on. Being in in this position, I mean, like you said earlier, like everybody wanted, right? Everybody wants to be the guy. Everybody wants to be the star. But now, when you when you get here, is it hard to not think too far ahead into winning it, right? You know, because and I say this like Fred, one of the greatest running backs I've ever played against. He played on a lot of teams that had no hopes of winning the championship, right? And he knew that when the season started, right? I played on teams that you knew at the uh, beginning of the season. I played on teams. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. So how does it feel that you're in a different spot now? Though? Like, you with a team that can win it all. Like, you down to the last four after yeah. what you've gone through. Yeah, it's crazy to, to, to think about it. Like, a year ago, I was laying on my back watching, and now I'm playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, is this truly like you ever heard they say God has a human? Like it's really funny to think about. Like, dang, like you went from that to this. And so it's like it's a crazy feeling because, you know, this is my first Eastern Conference Finals. It's the first time I've I've gotten this far in the playoffs. And you 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 realize like, oh, this is different, huh? Cause at first, you know, you just you just playing basketball, you playing, you playing, you playing, you trying to get right, trying to get better, working, 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 and now you like, you at a spot, and you, and you sitting, I'm sitting, and I'm thinking like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, you know. But it's still basketball, <laughs> you know, and and everyone else is going to magnify it, of course, you know what I'm saying. That's their job. That's what everyone's job is. You're supposed to. It's sport, you know what I'm saying. But when you when you really understand that, it's, it's, it's obviously it's important, but it's just another game. And when you're at your best is when you know things are at their best. Meaning like the level is at their best, and you know the the atmosphere is at its best. And you just got to go out there and do your best. Really, it's not always going to be perfect. If you watch the games closely, it ain't always perfect. You know what I'm saying? It, is, it gets ugly at times, but. You know, you just gotta have a mindset that you just gotta keep playing. You gotta keep rolling, rolling with the punches. Cause they come and they trying to win too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to the battle. I ain't really, you know, it's been a minute since, you know, I played in some basketball like this. You know what I mean? Like, um, and every step, every game has been like, whoa, like, it's getting, you know, it's getting better and better. The competition getting tougher and tougher, and it's not gonna get any easier. So um, it's only making me stronger. It's making my legs stronger. <laughs> it's making yeah, right. my body stronger. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really helping me. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to embrace it, man. I, I you know, I just try not to be too hard on myself as an athlete, you know what I mean? Realizing, like, bro, you missed a whole year and you got to be patient. But at the same time, you're like, man, I'm a dog, though, man. I can't, man, I can't make no excuses like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's reality, you know? And, um, you know, it's fun, man. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the to competing, you know, and just going out there and playing basketball. When, because y'all one of the, the best, best four teams in the league, now Eastern Conference, Western Conference. So y'all one of the best four teams in the league. Y'all ran through Atlanta. Y'all took 76 to six. You know, big Heat fans, so I watch y'all boys every night. Thank you, my guy. When did you know, like, what at what part of a season, because you said I've been on some terrible ass teams, and I was on team, I'm talking about during camp. We used to look, we look around the locker room like, and it ain't shit on this team. We, we, we can't stop nobody. We ain't going to be able to run the ball, can't throw the ball, we ain't got a quarterback. Like, in, in NBA, like, in the season, halfway through the season, when playoffs start, like, when does it click where you be like, oh, we we legit can compete this year? To be honest, we, we felt like this since day one. We felt like that we could compete for a title since day one. And we've been working towards that since the very beginning. 
we are fortunate enough to be able to play for the, still have an opportunity to, to accomplish that goal. Um, and we just got to, you know, it's not going to be easy, obviously, no. but we, we, we've been working since the very beginning for it. So we're going to go out there and just give everything we have. You know what I'm saying? He's smiling. When it, when it, every time you yeah. talk about basketball, you yeah. talk to smile. When, it, when, when it's crunch time, though, <laughs> when it's crunch time in this series, who, who get the rock? Jimmy going to get the ball. Jimmy gonna get in. He's proven. I mean, look what he did last series. You know what I'm saying? So we got a lot of guys who can get it, really, honestly. But you know, most would say Jimmy. Uh, we got Tyler who could get it. Bam who could get it. Got Kalo who could get it. Shoot, I could get it. You never know. That's the beauty about our team. Are you the, <laughs> are you the same defender that you were? That ain't prior never. To the that ain't never injuries? gonna stop. Bro. I could. I probably could have. I probably could have been a good defender with one leg. So I know you're gonna take yourself, but you or Pat Bev, the best defender. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna pick me, just like I'm sure he would pick him. But I'm picking me. I'm not picking Pat. I'm not picking Pat Bev over me. <laughs> well, it was Freddie, a stupid Freddie, question. Did you see what question. he did to James Harden? Oh yeah. James Harden didn't know where the basket was. Nah. <laughs> he spun around so much where the basket was. It was just a, I just laid that up. I knew I, I, I knew what the answer was going to be. And I know what he brings to the table, but sometimes you can that confidence isn't always there when you're dealing with certain injuries. But the thing is, like when when you play as when you're injured, when you play, it builds the confidence back. Like as you keep playing, as you keep trying stuff and doing things, you're like, oh wait. All right, that feel alright. <laughs> and then when you get in the game, you don't even be thinking about it. You don't even be thinking about your leg. It's just like, all right, we about to just, you know, Go we about ahead. to just hoop, you know. So, right. for me, you know, it's. I just feel like defense is what I've done my whole entire life. Like that's one thing. That's the reason why I played when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? It, I wasn't because I was skilled. It was because, I mean, I was all defense uh, in college. Mm-hmm. First team all defense here in the NBA, so led the league in steals. So I mean, I think that's really important, and I think it's really important for our team. So you know, I just come out there, man. I just try be on a thousand on both ends of the floor, man. That's all. But just to pivot, I got to pivot, man, because I walked in my um in my bedroom today. <laughs> and my wife listened to one of your one of your damn baby making songs. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't like you talking to my wife on them songs now. <laughs> like, you, but you really sing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did, where did, where did that come from? In the church, really. My mom. Choir. The choir, church choir, from seven to like 14. What and you then, talking about on that album ain't from the church? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that's, secular, I like the opening, that's secular music. <laughs> nah, that ain't from the church at all. Yeah, yeah. That's but, from life. Yeah, but you, but you you go like you you can sing to a woman like you can get a woman singing. Mm, I mean, for the most part, you know, I, I wouldn't say uh, it hasn't worked for me. That's cheating. <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta go on dates. I gotta mow lawns. You can just sing and say. Yeah, sexy but when you crap. hoop and you sing, man, it's tough. It's harder than people think, man. Because then it's like. It's like two heads, you know what I'm saying? So they like, oh, nah, this gotta be a dragon. You can't, he hoop and he sing. He hoop and he sing, you gotta, oh man, get out of here. You already trouble as it is. I can't handle both. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, it's, it's cool, man. It's nice, man. I, I love just music in general, you know what I mean? It's just make me Like a future good. in it? Are you gonna keep, you gonna keep dropping an album when you retire? Like, you, I'm gonna you drop gonna... an album this summer. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I, I've been, I took a little break, you know, dealing with, you know, priorities, but there's some more music coming out. I got some fire coming out for sure. I'm not even going to lie to you, but it's pretty impressive for, for you know, for somebody who plays basketball and I don't really, I don't do music. For, I mean, I do yeah. music, but you know what I mean? It's not like my because yeah, none of y'all can't rap. Hockey. I mean, we got a few guys who Dame can rap. Dame can rap. Dame, Dame, he can rap. Uh, Iman Shumper can rap. Yeah, Iman Shumper um, can rap. Who, who else? Shaq's right? terrible. <laughs> I told him to his but face. Did he go platinum or gold Shaq or something? Shaq, Shaq sold the most. Heavy. That's yes. what I'm saying. So it must be good to somebody. No, no, no. He's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Shaq was 6'1, he would not sell one album. <laughs> and they call him Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille. He get beat up. 6'1 Shaq would got beat up every day at school. <laughs> Especially rapping. Yeah, man, them boys can't rap. But you, no, real, real talk. 
My wife put me on you and, and singing you. and all that stuff. So thank you, man. Yeah. Keep sharing that, man. You know, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know, but I can hold a little tune, man. You know. I'm glad I'm married. You moved down to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a chance no more. Cheers, cheers. Well, I'm taking my heat in five. Uh-oh. Deep five? Yeah. Not happening. You can say. Well, these are want. two, these are two really good basketball teams, bro. I understand teams that. With, with stars. And they just they just went six games with James Harden and banged up face Joel and B, but it's gonna be a fight. Like They're resting too. Yeah, but what we're gonna do is we're just gonna get on prize picks and we're just gonna continue to go. By the way, I'm much smarter in basketball <laughs> than these two guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like we got a partnership. A part- like we got a partnership with Price Picks. They be dead wrong. I was five for five you got, on Friday. You was five for five. You were five for five. It's player props uh, over under this that he, he got lucky. But the other sheets was garbage. That was a bad day. That was a bad day. But y'all suck too. We finished like this. We talked about you singing. We talked about the perseverance and adversities uh, that you've had to face. Do y'all win it? Are the Miami Heat the best team in basketball? What you think I'm gonna say? I just want the truth. Definitely. Three more weeks, four more weeks. Couple weeks. Miami Heat had opportunity because I think it's I think with people. Listen, I look at the team or people look at the team, and not to be disrespectful, I think it's sometimes hard for people to watch Jimmy Butler and think that Jimmy Butler can be the best basketball player on a championship team. You know what's good. So you know what's great about that? We don't care. <laughs> yeah, we don't have no, we don't care about what nobody's saying about nothing. We just about our business, man. And, and Jimmy the same way. That's why he our leader. That's why you see us follow. We don't care about nothing that's going on. What anybody got to say? Anybody's opinions. They was they 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 was telling us we was gonna lose the series last yeah. series after game four. Yeah. Well, we ain't worried about none none of that noise, man. We focused on them two rims, them four lines. And, and that's it. And whoever else, the five they bring out there. I said, that's what we worried about, man. We not worried about nothing else. We focus on that. We focus on winning basketball games. And I think that's what makes us so good. Like, we not, we, you know, we, we just concerned about that. You know what I mean? So, but, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Like I said a year ago, I was watching. So, I'm in it now. So, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to keep continuing to build myself and brand myself and, you know, make people remember. Cause I think, you know, a little, they forgot a little bit, but it's okay, you know, that comes with the territory. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't plan on going nowhere but up. So just gotta keep grinding. That's the place to end, brother. Appreciate yeah. you. Pivot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, you know who I'm rocking with. Yes, sir. <laughs> what do you got to do? All love, man. I appreciate it. Hold up. Limitless. I'm a cat pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm finna get me up. On the mission, get me up. No one me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas, I'm a cat pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people.